This is Thursday, January 14th. This is day 11, our common rule. This is our morning prayer and scripture time. And today our focus is on how we need spiritual community to be healthy and how we can have a healthy view of ourselves in relation to other people. We looked at this on Sunday. One of the goals of our common rule is to benefit from our connection to others who are in Christ. We can do this each day as we share at least one of our meals with others. Then at least once a week, we commit to spend time with a friend. For these times to be valuable, we want to get to the place where we can share what's really happening in our lives. The psychologist and author, Brene Brown, calls this vulnerability. You might call it openness or transparency. I think it is deep spiritual friendship. Not long ago, I met up with a friend I hadn't seen in months. During our time together, I felt the distance that had been created by our not being together. For your own forming of a healthy habit of community, it will be beneficial for you to develop few friendships more deeply than to be superficial with a larger group of people. It has been said that we're sort of like that most basic Lego block that has six or eight little connecting nibs on the surface. So we can really only deeply connect with a limited number of people. And those become our most important relationships. Here's 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 1 to 4. After David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan became one in spirit with David. He loved him as he loved himself. From that day, Saul kept David with him and did not let him return home to his family. Jonathan made a covenant with David because he loved him as himself. Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing and gave it to David, along with his tunic, and even his sword, his bow, and his belt. Now, Scripture talks about the extraordinary relationship David had with Jonathan, the son of King Saul. That was an unlikely friendship, but it ran deep. What do these friendships look like? Well, first we see a covenant form between these men. That means they spoke of their commitment to each other and to their friendship. They stated their willingness to walk together going forward, no matter what would happen. And this was a huge sacrifice for both of these men. David risked death in seeing Jonathan, and Jonathan risked losing his relationship with his father. And in the ancient world, well, that was your most important relationship. But the two men committed themselves to each other. We can do this when we're open about our desire to walk in friendship, and we're willing to commit the time to be together, to share our lives. And that's the second thing. It's presence. Friends need time together. Now, it doesn't have to be all in person, but it means you're in the company of each other, and pretty frequently. You intentionally determine to be present together. You can work on a project together, share a meal, go fishing, or just sit and talk. As they say, This is when the magic happens. This is the time you need to build your relationship and to really come to know and help shape each other. 
They're friends I speak with multiple times a week and try to get together with each week in person. And then there's third, there's advocacy. To be an advocate is to support that person and to work for and yearn for their growth in Christ. You see, your time together isn't for nothing. You know that your time together has the power to transform. So as a friend, you become something of another self for your friend, speaking the truth when it needs to be said, always nudging that person toward Jesus in what you say and do. In so doing, you guard and protect, you encourage and support. And finally, your relationship is effective. That's with an A, effective. You love your friend. That person is not your project, but someone you love. And this rings through for David and Jonathan. And it provides us much of the shaping power of their friendship. In truth, Jonathan helped David prepare to be king. He gave David his garments and weapon because he knew God's calling in David's life. And this helped David to see and accept what God planned for him. Now, of course, all of these aspects we get from God in Christ. Presence, covenant, love, loyalty, and advocacy. We learn them in our lives and our spiritual friendships. Yes, if you're married, it's a good place to learn about friendship, but don't place all the pressure on your spouse, the burden of being your only friend. You need others that will covenant with you and will share, you can share your life with. Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, thank you for not leaving us alone, but setting us in a community with, with amazing friends. Help us to learn this way to life and how we can stand together and support each other on the way. Thank you for calling us friends, Lord, and the freedom we have in coming to you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.